Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Because there's never an off day in the greatest sports city on earth. Here are the biggest stories and everything else you need to know from the new title town. It's Breaking Boston with Andy Hart and Nick Fitzy Stevens. And you know, I can't you know, express it enough, um, the, the genuine love that, you know, I kind of feel from the crowd, um, you know, whether it's pregame, during the game at the free throw line, um, you know, I've been here my whole career, right? You know, I feel, you know, I, you know, feel that they embrace me, um, you know, almost as one of their own. And, uh, you know, that means a lot. And, uh, you know, I, I love being here. I love getting to put on this uniform. I love getting to uh, play big games, put on big performances in, in, in front of them. Um, and they feed off, you know, emotion and energy, right? And uh, it's reciprocated. And can't express enough that, uh, you know, I, I just love being here and love playing in front of this crowd. And we cannot express enough how much we love talking to you, the diehard sports fans of Boston, each and every morning here on Breaking Boston. Good day. How are you for Tuesday, May 16th, 2023? Fitzy and Hart coming at you with the latest edition of Breaking Boston, where each and every morning we set the table and tell you what is the biggest story that is breaking Boston right now. And Andy, inarguably, it continues to be the Boston Celtics in their massive victory in Game 7 Sunday in the Eastern Conference semifinals against the 76ers. Looking at the numbers, which, you know, we spent part of yesterday's podcast on, and if you missed it, of course, you can sub uh, subscribe wherever your awesome podcasts are found, wea.com, the Odyssey app, and more. Um, there are so many amazing numbers for Jason Tatum, there were also even more numbers for Doc Rivers and uh, Joel Embiid and their historic failure as well. But we're all about Jason Tatum now and his breakthrough, as we were calling it. He 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 broke through to the he's broken through to the conference finals several times, and he broke through to the NBA finals last year. But there was something different about that performance. He needed to be the man, and when the spotlight was on him and the team had to get on his back, they were able to ride him to victory with his historic. 51 point performance. I just want to ask you before we get into some other great historical breakthroughs and start to pivot towards the Eastern Conference Finals preview, how likely do you think it is that Jason Tatum 
broke through as in the Celtics will be able to rely on him consistently having big nights all finals long, the same way Jimmy Butler has basically been a total dog, an absolute animal, and the man that the Heat have been able to rely on all postseason long. I want to embrace that idea. I want to believe that this was some pivot point, turning point, that the consistency is going to come because the greatness is there. The greatness is inarguable. It's the mm-hmm. consistency of which he does it. Right? Humbly, like he he's one of the greatest be, in the world. And we've talked about it. We had the stats up yesterday. Like a th- Yeah, humbly, my ass. Um, <laughs> he's, he's waving at the crowd like Hulk Hogan to shower the applause down this on him. This my like, effing <laughs> city. This my yeah. ish. Yeah, I'm not sure he has a humble bone in his body. So, <laughs> but by the way, um, would you be humble if you knew you were about to get a three hundred million dollar paycheck? Because no. I personally would be the most insufferable son of a bitch in the world. You would be. Um, uh, no, uh, <laughs> I believe that would be the definition of fu money. So you yeah. can do and act however the hell you damn please, because that is true fu money. Um, but we we talked about it yesterday when we were going through his stats for the series, and it's like fifty one uh, thirty six, and we're like, well, that's a fake thirty six. It looks good on this screenshot, but it wasn't right. a real thirty six. He needs to have the real thirties every night, and by real thirties, I mean, you know. 8 to 10 in the first quarter, 8 to 10 in the second quarter. Like, you can have a great quarter, but you can't have a stinker quarter. You can't have that quarter that the other team takes advantage of to come back or build a lead. You need to be a consistent, effective force for the offense. And that's where the question still lies in his game. And, you know, the question still lies, honestly, long term. Like, the breakthrough in this series is great. That is awesome. It gets you Mm -hmm. the opportunity to... I blogged it yesterday. I mean, I had a column on WEI.com. Like, you've extended the unfinished business. That's great. He spoke of he loves the opportunity that the postseason represents. But it's still an opportunity. It's still not a fait accompli, as the Harvard types would say. He has to prove he's going to put a ring. doesn't have to be a rubber one. It's probably going to be a much bigger, shinier, diamond-encrusted one on his finger. Like, there's still that question is he early career Peyton Manning? Is he Carmelo Anthony? Is he the Colts? Is he got, will he ever break through or because there's two lists he can be on Cooper and I were just talking about this pre-show. He can be on the list of breakthrough athletes that kind of had to chip away, chip away, chip away, or he can be on the list of teams, players that get there, get there, get close, get close. And then 20 years later, he's doing a funny commercial for FanDuel on TV, joking about how surprised his younger self will be that he doesn't win a title. So there's two lists he could go on. We're at a pivot point here soon. That's exactly where we find it. And that, to me, is the topic of the day. Because, quite frankly, I don't personally want to sit here and talk about how bad the Red Sox have played recently. It's not quite time to pivot to, like we said, well, what happened? <laughs> yeah, what happened? It was I only thought, a week ago. Wait, we the, were like the story in baseball. Like they were, the, yeah, they were fun. They were the best story in baseball. Hey, who are these guys? I'll tell you exactly who these guys are. They are who we thought they were. Yeah, oh, and it's funny. The um, remember very we average were team. About, yeah, but their record would be first place in this division, and their record would be this in that division. Guess what? They lost. I believe they got swept by a last place St. Louis team. Yes. Now. Uh, a Seattle Mariners team that's a 500 team was actually sub 500 till they got to the Red Sox, but a 500 baseball team is batting them around like a May Day piñata. I believe it's 19 to two over the last two losses. Mm-hmm. So 
Oh wait, I thought I thought the record was only because they were in a really tough division. Now they're playing teams from other divisions that they can't hang with. And I take no glee in this, by the way. Now, by and it also seems like they can't beat teams outside their division this year, whereas last year they couldn't beat anybody inside the division. Now you get swept by the Pirates. You get your arse handed to you by the Cardinals. Not a great start, Bob, against uh, the Mariners. But anyway, uh, not to get off track, that's just sort of what happened there, folks. But we're all about maybe they will. Oh, back to what we're talking about. Breakthrough one day again soon. Doubt it. Uh, This is all about Jason Tatum and the breakthrough. Yes, like we mentioned, he broke through to the NBA Finals last year after appearing in several Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, the Celtics have been basically regular participants in the Eastern Conference Finals the same way that we could sort of like, you know, set the calendar for a decade that the Patriots were going to be in the AFC Championship. Uh, More than a decade. My God, Tom Brady was in 13 of them which is still just uh, mind-numbing. Mind and he won a lot of them. He, he won a lot of them, too, actually. And, yeah, went to, and he won the next series a bunch of times. Where yeah, he, sport, not he a won series, that. It's a game. He won yeah. that one six times, yeah. I know. Yeah, went, yeah, see, went, went to nine. See, you're yeah. careful here because he, 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 he. I know. Well, I mean, you I don't want to go too far with this one yet because I want to know, like, did I, I think this is the breakthrough for Jason Tatum. I think this is, this is, he's not going to end up on the list of Jim Kelly, Charles Barkley, Dan Marino, these guys that like were, you know, always seem to be there in their conference finals or in the championship game. And now, you know, our FanDuel commercial worthy or are sadly answers to frustrating trivia questions. Randy Moss, there's another great example of somebody who's phenomenal. And like we, uh, Rich Keefe and I actually joked and called it Club Marino. Uh, it's the club you're a member of. Uh, when you were had a, you had a phenomenal career and you went to multiple championships, conference finals, and never broke through because something just didn't click when the stage was biggest and the lights were brightest. But the the difference for him or the comparison for him, I like the quarterbacks with him. Mm-hmm. Like he's the centerpiece of the Celtics. Mm-hmm. The ball's going to be in his hands. He can control the game more than anyone. He can't yeah. do it alone. Joel Embiid told us that, you know, superstars can't do it alone, although some of us would beg to disagree. Mm -hmm. Um, But he is the quarterback. Like Bruce Smith or whoever, like, that sucks. Randy Moss, that like someone has to get Mm -hmm. Randy Moss the ball. Bruce Smith can force a punt, but then his offense needs to actually score. Like Carl Malone may be Joel Embiid. Yeah, but like Jason Tatum is the straw. So if the Celtics fail, it's on Jason Tatum, especially with this Celtics group where we've talked all year about the depth and the breadth of the roster and the no holes and the roster they put together. And they, they have bigs, they have smalls, they have six men, they have defensive player, the all NBA defensive players. Like they have like seemingly a sample of everything, right? Mm-hmm. They're a, uh, as our friend uh, Chris Scheim would say, a charcuterie board of oh. a basketball team. There's a little bit of everything all over that board. There are even a little mini gherkin over there in the corner. Love that. Mm-hmm. That's Peyton Pritchard. I'll go. You with. get that. You got um, the fancy. You got the fancy mustard that still has like the grains in it. Yes, and that's what they are. So that's why this is a key year. And you know, you said last year they break through to the finals, and then Tatum broke down. He failed to compare to Steph Curry. He failed to compare to a true team carrying superstar. But the interesting fact of this whole narrative being written is that I like a a week and a half ago or whatever it was, Steph Curry sets the record for game seven points, 50 Mm -hmm. burger. And now he's watching the postseason like you and I are. And that record is broken by Jason Tatum. It 
it almost feels like if you were writing this script wise, that this script is kind of falling into place, how it would play out. But it only works if you, you know, the Disney movie doesn't, you know, Bambi crosses the street and gets hit by a truck after his mother already died. You're like, well, oh. this is a terrible movie. What the hell just happened? <laughs> like, that script go? What's the cautionary tale here? <laughs> just <laughs> S happens and you're just going to have to deal with it? All deer die? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all men must die. I get it. This, this is no country for old men or basketball players, but I, it, that could very well be the case. And look, this is the same team that he broke through against last year to finally get to the finals, which was a hurdle at the time we were curious or wondered about him ever possibly clearing. Now he's going to have to do it again. And I think Jimmy Butler is kind of the perfect guy to have to go through again because he represents everything we want. Jason, like he's Jason Tatum is a more talented overall player. Jason Tatum seems to have greater physical skills and a greater set of basketball talents, but there is no denying that when it comes to tenacity, ferocity, and a general will to win that anyone in the NBA brings that alpha level any any more intensely than Jimmy Butler does like this man is literally willing a decent basketball team to win be dominant they clean the clocks of the top seed in the conference they dismiss the Knicks to set up a rematch where they have vengeance on the mind for themselves but I was wondering can Jason Tatum like will this be and we were putting together a couple of breakthroughs and uh if anyone listening has a uh, a great sports breakthrough that they would like to mention that they think is a good comp for Jason Tatum you can holler at us, of course, at WEI, at FitzyGFY, at Jumbo Hart. We love it on the socials all the time. I was thinking maybe the performance by Jason Tatum, uh, not just helping the Celtics get to the finals, but scoring 51 and being the man, really carrying the team. May I believe Rick Keith likes to call it him. Yeah, him, exactly. A, ba a battle him of the Republic. Timothy uh, Dalton. Um that may have been his Peyton Manning versus the Patriots in the 2006 AFC championship game. Peyton Manning was a regular in the playoffs all the time. Could be one and done, could make it, make it to the AFC championship, of course, but the clown outside his window was perpetually Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, Ty Law, William McGinnis. He finally, even though, uh, you know, a couple of questionable calls, maybe a little flu got in the way, whatever it was, he had to go through the Patriots and then there was no stopping them on the way to win a Super Bowl. Uh, you had mentioned yesterday in our pre-show chat, Steve Young taking over for Joe Montana. And uh, who did he have to go through to finally win a Super Bowl, which validated his career and the decision to let Joe Montana leave the 49ers? Right. And he gets the monkey off his back. And uh -huh. one of the more famous clips, uh, visualizations of what we're talking about here, that breakthrough moment. Mm -hmm. So the the thing that, you know, the, the, the Peyton comparison mm -hmm. and, and the Colts, so they go through the Bears, which... Mm -hmm. We're not a good football team. But that, that was the, that was the Finland game. Like they they already beat their Russia when they beat the Patriots in that. Right. But the problem for the Celtics is <clears throat> there's no Finland or the Bears really on the schedule. I the, the Miami Heat are a tough, well-coached basketball team. Like you're not just going to roll through them and they're not going to lay down and play the willing victim. So you can go to. And then if you get to the finals, I know everybody in Boston is is clamoring for Celtics Lakers as they strive to add another banner um, to their historic resume. That would be the battle for banner 18. As far as ESPN, ABC, the NBA yeah. goes like you can't market it much better. And but you also have on the flip side, if it's if it's a modern NBA passing of the torch, the Jokic Tatum new age MVP superstars looking to break through, mm -hmm. putting a ring mm -hmm. on their finger and becoming mm -hmm that next tier of player where you go to that new hierarchy by winning the championship. 
I kind of like that story because then you know in the final somebody's breaking through. We're yep. guaranteed it's a breakthrough final. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, LeBron James is not exactly breaking through. I think he's had a pretty nice career already. Yeah, he's reasonably well so, accom- accomplished. Reasonably well accomplished. Uh, you know, Steve Young had to go through the Cowboys in the NFC Championship. Yep. And the Cowboys were just coming off of their dominant run where they basically ran the NFC for close to for over a half decade. Then the Chargers were there with the Finland game, if you will. Jordan, Michael Jordan, uh, of his six NBA titles, he won three, took a couple years off, came back, won three more straight. The first one, I forgot this, was actually against the Lakers. And they basically were the team alongside the Celtics of the NBA for a decade. And they still had Worthy and you still had Magic Johnson and they all could still ball at a very high level. And Michael Jordan carried the Bulls at that time. Like he didn't make every shot. But his numbers for that 1990-1991 season where he won league MVP and then NBA Finals MVP were absurd. These are the kinds of performances that that help great athletes finally break through, defeating the team that has held them back, overcoming a a legacy that they are starting to write on their own uh, that to some may seem unfortunate given their talent level and potential. Uh, this This is what they have to do sometimes. You have to break through and go through the best team. You know, this is a definition of to be the man, you have to beat the man. And sometimes that man you have to beat is yourself and your own expectations and your fears. Uh, and it seems like Jason Tatum, it may he may have just finally, I think he woke up in that game six. Like Philadelphia could have written a completely different history, Andy. If they had finished them off in that game when they were up five with a couple minutes left, we're talking about Jason Tatum now going down as one of the great chokers of all time in Boston sports and do you give this guy $313 million? And now here we are talking about this guy earning all $313 million, being the man and having the potential to break through and carry the team to the finals. I think personally Tatum had that moment. And I think we see consistent excellence through both the conference finals and into the NBA finals. And the thing that I'll be looking for in this series is beyond the obvious hot starts you know not coming out 0 for 6 shooting 0 for 8 shooting any of those games those mm-hmm. have to be in the rearview mirror but also and and our guy John Corrales on the Fitzy and Hart show on WEEI talked about it the physicality with which he goes to the rim and not just trying to kind of avoid contact and do that little like long I have long arms I can finger roll it off the top of the backboard thing but being physical taking it to Bam Adebayo playing a physical mm. scrappy style I would give anything because you want the roof to come off the TD Garden. A dunk early in game one, a dunk over Bam Adebayo, something like those are the moments you remember. Like it's great that he scored 51, but the the posterization, that visual impact that can be a meme that can be put, you know, on Twitter and just explode on an IG. That's what I'd be looking for is because I think he's capable of it. And I don't know why he doesn't like to do that more finish that because sometimes you see him explode to the rim for a dunk and you're like good lord you have almost in you all this time like john morant does it well john morant does a lot of things that we don't want to emulate but john morant when he goes to the rim says i'm either jumping over you through you whatever like you're not stopping me from getting to that rim i would love to see tatum take that approach a little bit more often because it's there and i don't think you know we talk about rob williams I don't think it's just it, – it, it's not just two points when that happens. That's like ten points. You know how they say, oh, it's shoot threes because they're worth more points than twos. I think dunks that are through somebody are worth more than two points. I think they set a tone. They set an energy on and off the court. 
And that's the one thing I, I would love to see Tatum start this series with that type of mentality in the first quarter, because I think if so, then you're playing the game on their level. You know, he can hit his threes. You know, he can. Then I think you you control the series. So that's what I'm looking for. Producer Koopa Leonard. Super Koopa has a graphic on screen right here. And uh, we'll leave with this. These are the leading players as we get ready to fully preview the Eastern Conference Finals on tomorrow's episode of Breaking Boston. A lot of green. There's a lot, there's a lot of green right there. Uh, your like leading scorer Wally for the Green Monster commercial. That's a lot of green. <laughs> that is a lot of That's a lot. And he's going to be getting a lot of green. And he's worth a lot of green. Jason Tatum's your leading scorer with 30 points, 30.1 on the season. Jimmy Butler, 22.9. Jason Tatum, your leading rebounder for the Celtics at 8.8 a game. Bam Adebayo at 9.2. Marcus Smart, leading assists with 6.3. Jimmy Butler with 5.3. And your leading defenders in terms of blocks per game. Time Lord with 1.4 a game. Bam Adebayo, 0.8, just under one per game. So there's your there are your key players, folks. That's who's going to have to get it done this series. And, of course, you know, there will be we will hear from Kyle Lowry. We will hear from Jalen Brown and Malcolm Brogdon. And it's funny, you were talking about all the depth on the bench and on the Celtics team overall, Andy. And yet um, assistant coach Joe Missoula is or group coach. I like to call him head of the group coaching because I think Marcus Smart and the team now it, they didn't run a coup, but everyone, it seems to, it's a group coach effort at this point. Now, uh, Joe Missoula only went with a seven man rotation, basically. Once they whittled it down and got to their best seven, uh, a magnificent seven, if you will, in the Eastern Conference semifinals. Curious to see if they continue to go with that or if they test their depth further against a, um, shall we say, not quite as talented, but every bit, if not more so, determined Miami Heat team. We will get to all of that on tomorrow's episode of Breaking Boston. And, of course, we will discuss a certain stat ESPN led with yesterday. I don't care Stupid. if it's old news by Wednesday. I gotta. I need another full day to break down exactly how and why they came up with that absolute analytical nonsense. But until then, and forevermore, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, if ever the guy who hates analytics most at our station and in all of New England sports media could have been given more just ripe fruit, just more meat for the chumming, my God, it's it's like the world wants the heat to have bulletin board material and more motivation for the finals. We'll talk about that and everything else tomorrow on Breaking Boston. Thank you guys for tuning in. We love uh, giving you guys a little taste of what's going on, the biggest sports stories each and every morning for you, the Boston sports super fans. At Fitzy GFY, at WEEI, and at Jumbo Hart. Give us a follow and, of course, rate, review, share, and subscribe. Breaking Boston, heard every morning here across the WEEI Sports Network and Odyssey's Podcasting Network. Thanks for listening. Go Celtics. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Out of bio.